God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Welcome back to the Know His Heart podcast. I am your host, Nato Gutu, and I'm so excited that you are back with me here. This is episode three. This is, a, this is where it becomes kind of real, kind of real. I'm glad you're here. If this is your first time here, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining the family. Make sure you subscribe and hit that like button. You help us when you subscribe and hit the like button. I know I'm going to sound like an annoying YouTuber, but you help us when you subscribe and hit the like button. If you've come back, thank you for coming back. Those of you that are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, what's up to y'all? Special shout out to you guys. You guys are the troopers watching without seeing. Takes the next level of uh, of focus for that. So shout out to y'all. Um, I'm so excited to be here, man. I'm really excited. Um, I, I, I want to be quick today. I want to be straight to it. Uh, shout out to everybody that's in here. Lando, Misa, Dario, Scream guys. Wonderful. I love, this <laughs> I love it too. I'm glad you do. Um, praise God, man. Praise God. God has been doing some amazing things already. Um, already, we've been, you know, hearing such great feedback from just a lot of the youth, and even, even uh, uh, not just youth, but just across all generations that have been listening and watching and enjoying. So, thank you so much for that support because you don't have to. So thank you for believing in the vision that God has given me. Thank you for believing in the calling and, and wanting to be a part of this journey. You know, something that's always been so important to me, and I know we're going to get into it. We're going to get right into it. But something that's, that's always been so important to me is, is ha wanting the people to feel like they're part of this. Not, they're, not that they're just witnessing it, but that you're a part of this. Because you are. You're a part of this. Um, um, first off, without God, I couldn't do this, but I couldn't do this without you. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for, for believing in me and believing in what God has called me to do. And so I genuinely appreciate your support, and I love you in the love of Christ so much. So um, this is a big deal. I'm really excited. Um, so God has been doing some great things. A lot of you enjoyed episode one. A lot of you enjoyed episode two. Keep sharing that. Keep sharing it. Share it with your family and friends. Um, Right now, as of right now, we are almost at 200 subscribers. I think we're either 10 away or 15, 20 away. Almost at 200 subscribers. So share it with somebody. Share it with somebody so that they can subscribe. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, share it with a friend. Send the podcast to them so they can follow on there and listen um, to hear what God has to say. Um, so today, I want to get into a topic with you guys. I want to take like 20, 30 minutes of your time. Um, who knows in post that might be longer but let's hope let's hope I can keep it in that in that space this is something that God was ministering to me about something that I hold really near and dear to my heart excuse me excuse me wow I'm burping excuse me oof oh well it's live we can't cut that out um something that is is very near and dear to my heart you know and it's a thought that I've been that I've I've had to learn man I've had to learn this um uh, when God calls you, uh, and this is not, there's a preface to, 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 to today's topic. When God calls you to something, man, it can be a lonely, a lonely thing. When you feel like you have a purpose, when, when you just want to do something for the Lord, it can be lonely. And a lot of people don't realize that, you know, ministry is great, but, but there's a moment where social media goes off, the cameras are off, and I'm not on my story, and I'm sitting at home, and I'm living real life. You know, there's no events, it's just me. 
and it can be a lonely ride. And so I had to learn what I want to talk about today. And, um, and it's this, just because something isn't going well or you're experiencing hardship doesn't mean it's not from God, right? Just because you're experiencing difficulty doesn't mean that God is angry or upset with you or that you've made a mistake or a wrong decision. Um, I can only talk from my experiences. A lot of you have come from the Pentecostal church um, or are in the Pentecostal church like I am. A lot of you aren't, and that's okay, but I can speak to my experiences. Growing up in a Latino Christian church, what you hear a lot from people and from leadership and from the altar is, oh, if that, if, if that was God's will, it, that wouldn't have happened. Si eso, si eso fuera la voluntad de Dios, eso no sucede. O eso hubiera salido bien. If it's God's will, it would have gone good. And, and, and for years, I believe that. That, oh, if, if God is in something, everything has to go well. Everything has to line up perfectly, and it can't be hard. This is so wrong. Dare I say this is so anti-biblical. I'm going to, I will go even as far as to say that this statement is anti-biblical. Is it true at times? Yes, that when God is in something, it is prosperous. But most of the time, and as we see in the Bible, this is not an exclusive truth. This is a, this is a, uh, 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 how can I say, um, a sometimes truth, for lack of a, I was trying to look for a, a, a big word. Uh, I was trying to dip into my, to my Michael Williams bag uh, and, and, and uh, look for a big word there. But um, sometimes when God is in something, most times, dare I say even all the time, there is going, it is, it is going to be difficult. It is going to get hard. Things are going to go wrong, not because God is flawed or because he made mistakes, but because we are in because in his Bible, in his word, it says that we are going to face hardship and we have an enemy that is against everything that is of God and that God has allowed him certain powers, certain strengths to come against us. And not only the enemy, because you guys know how I am. Not everything is the devil. We have a human mind. I are we ourselves make mistakes sometimes. So I, I, I've come today. I sound like a preacher. I've come to you today, which I, I am. I can't, I can't help it, but I want to change that mindset. I want to challenge that. I want to challenge that. Oh, I'm, go, I'm going through it right now, so God must have left me. God must have not. Maybe I was wrong about this calling. Maybe I was wrong to take this step in faith. Maybe I was wrong to believe. Maybe I was wrong to test the, to test the waters. Maybe I was wrong to challenge the status quo. Everybody else said I shouldn't have done it, and I did it believing in God, and things didn't work. And so maybe I was wrong. And don't get me wrong. There are times where, yeah, we, may, we do something, and it wasn't God's will. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about when you take a step guided by God, and you choose to do something for God, right? And you face hardship. I don't want you to doubt the calling that God has placed over your life because life has become difficult. I don't want you to doubt the 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 power of God. Hey, and I felt God on that. I don't want you to doubt the power of God to come through for you just because you're facing hardships. How many people in the word have we seen that have faced hardships all for the calling? Ah, how many people have counted it, had to count it all as lost? Do you understand what that means? When you say yes to God, thank you, Holy Ghost. When you say yes to God, 
When you say yes, you are not just saying yes to blessings. You are saying yes to obedience. And obedience comes regardless of whether or not things go in your favor or not. What you're telling God is, you know what, God, I believe in you so much that I'm going to follow you whether or not I land flat on my face or I land with my head, my head held high. I know that your will shall be done. And even if I must suffer for the advancement of your will, God, I'm here to do it. And this is what we don't understand, man. When you, a preacher last night was at my church and we had church. Let me take a parenthesis right here. Let me pause right here. We had church last night. And I, I wasn't going to go to church. Oh, my God, Ogutu, you're not holy. What do you mean you didn't want to go to church? I didn't want to go to church. Sorry. Um, I didn't want to go. I was tired. I was like, yo, I could sleep. I could just stay home. I could sleep. They, they'll understand. And I'm not saying that you're going to hell if you don't go to, go, if you don't go to church. I, I don't preach that either. But the Bible does say that we should, uh, uh, we should congregate. We should not stop congregating like many people have a custom. Paraphrasing. No dejando de congregarse como muchos tienen por costumbre. Congregating is biblical and necessary. But I got tired and I didn't want to go. And thank God that I went because we had church. The guy was pre the, the we had a guest preacher and he was talking about renouncing. And he's like, when you pick up this cross and when you choose to follow Christ, you are renouncing everything. You are renouncing pleasures, worldly desires. You are renouncing your your level of comfort. You're saying, God, if you have to take it, take it. Even if I love it, take it. If it's your will, I'll do it. If it's gonna get difficult, let it be difficult. But I want to follow you. So the purpose is always accompanied with uh, 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 opposition. It's going to be accompanied with opposition. And this is great and all, but here's my, here's my, uh, my, uh, what is that? What is the word I'm looking for? My, oh my God, my non-copyrighted statement that I like to use. You want Bible? Let me give you Bible. Si quieres Biblia, déjame darte Biblia. All right, because I know, I know a lot of people... They're like, this is cool. Give me some Bible to back it up. I know the old school people like the Bible, but let me give you Bible. So there's a couple of occasions in the word where we see that God, Jesus is letting us know, hey, when you follow me, there will be opposition. But it does not mean you need to doubt of who I am and what I said over your life. How many young people thought that they said, you know what, I want to do something for God. And then they're surprised when things don't work out, when they start to receive opposition, when things start to get difficult, and they say, you know what, that must not have been God, this must not, must not be for me. But I'm going to give you Bible. I'm not going to give you worship song lyrics. I'm not going to give you motivational quotes. I'm going to give you Bible because you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And I want to give you the truth that is the Bible. What does it say? John 16, 33. I got it in the Spanish version here. Let me switch over to English. John 16, 33. Jesus, speaking to his disciples, Jesus himself, he says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But, mm, this is the power, this is the power of but from God when we hear but. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Look at what Jesus says to his disciples. And I'm going to read it in Spanish, right? And I'm going to paraphrase it and translate it for you because I like the Spanish version. It's very powerful. Look what it says here. Estas cosas os he hablado para que en mí tengáis paz. En el mundo tendréis aflicción, pero confiad. 
Yo he vencido al mundo. This hits for me. It says, I've said things, these things to you, right? This is what it's saying. So that in me, you can have peace. In me. Look at that right there. God is saying, your peace is found in me. When I've called you, when you're walking in purpose, when you choose, and again, you're probably saying, this, this, this is across all levels. This is across all levels, right? Maybe you are a, an established person in ministry and you're going out there and you're preaching and singing and doing all these things and helping the sick and feeding the homeless. Maybe that's you or maybe you're someone that your ministry is serving in your church right now. You may not be a known preacher, but, but you serve in your church. You sing when they give you a part or, or you tell somebody about the gospel. All of us, whatever our function is, this is for you. This is for me. So that in me, he says, you can have peace. When you face hardship, you will find peace in nowhere else but in Christ. He says, in the world, you will, have, you will face affliction. Affliction is not the same thing as just being difficult. Affliction is a heavy word. Pay attention to what is said here. Affliction is a difficult word here. Um, he's saying, listen, this is going to be, this is not going to be simple. This is going to be difficult. This is going to be a difficult path that you're going to have to face. You will face affliction. This is affliction. One of the definition is something that causes pain or suffering, right? But this is a heavier word than just pain. It's a word that implies a deeper level of suffering. But he says, but trust I have beat the world. This is God saying when life gets hard, I want you to trust that I already beat. Ah, there it is, God. Yes, Lord. Jesus said, and I feel God in here, and I got people in here, but if I got to speak in tongues, I'll do it. And to those of you that are listening to me right now, I want you to tap into this right now because God is speaking. Jesus is telling his disciples, whatever you're facing right now, I already beat it. Yes, God, I already beat it. Not that I'm fighting, not that I'm beating it, or not that I might beat it. He said, I already beat it. My God, everything that is in this world, I already took care of it. Yes, Yes, Jesus, before it even came to you, I already took care of it, my God. So I want you to take, I want you to change your vocabulary. If we got a preacher here, we're going to preach. I want you to change your vocabulary. I want you to start talking to the enemy. I understand you're, you're mad at me right now, and you're poking me where it, more, where it most hurts. But right there in your car, you that are listening, right there in your job, you that are watching, I want you to take a moment right now to get a little crazy with me. The Bible says, soportame un poquito de locura. Just, just be a little, just tolerate a little bit of this craziness i want you to talk to the enemy right now i want you to talk to your flesh and i want you to say god already beat you ah jesus already beat you before i even had to face you he already took care of you on the cross so this victory for me in the middle of my calling is not a maybe it is a it is stamped signed sealed and delivered See, you're going to face hardship, but trust that he already took care of it. Yes, it's difficult right now, but you better keep believing in that word he gave you. Yes, it's difficult right now, but you better keep dreaming. You better keep desiring. You better keep hoping and you better keep working. Don't let anybody or anything take your faith from you. This is Jesus talking. I already, I already took care of it. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but guess what? I already beat this world. And if I am with you, you are more than a conqueror. I already took care of it. Let's give you more Bible because I'm feeling the flow now. Let's give you more Bible. Look what he says here. Uh, there is a, another passage. And, and us, us Pentecostals, we love this passage. Oh, there was a season where, where this passage was in every service, every song, everything. We love this passage. This is 2 Corinthians 4.17. 
Second of Corinthians 417. I'm gonna read it in Spanish. I had to do it. I gotta do it. Be patient with me. I grew up reading the Bible in Spanish, and that's just where it hits for me. So it says, Porque esta leve tribulación momentánea produce, produce en nosotros un cada vez más excelente y eterno peso de gloria. Look what this is saying. This light and temporary tribulation, momentary tribulation, will produce, look at it, it describes the tribulation as light and momentary, will produce in you an excellent and eternal weight of glory. My God, what he's saying is this momentary affliction, this momentary tribulation produces eternal glory in us. It produces eternal glory. So we got to learn, excuse me, excuse me, we have to learn to be able to continue to believe even when the going gets tough. I want to give you a testimony. Just a moment, but I want to get these scriptures out of the way. Because it's so important to understand that, yeah, it gets hard. It gets hard, but God still called you anyways. God still called you, and he's still, he's still with you. It doesn't matter how difficult it got. You don't have to doubt what God said just because things got difficult. Just because things got difficult, you don't need to get uh, doubt what God said over you. Uh, there is a, uh, uh, this, is my, this is another Bible passage I want to give you. There's a story in the Bible where Paul, and we all love Paul. Paul is about to face the most difficult moment of his life. Mind you, Paul is following the calling. He's doing what God told him to do. Like some of you that are listening to me right now. Like, man, it's so hard. And, and, and God, is this really you? Did you really call me to do this? Are you really with me? Am I supposed to be preaching the gospel? Mind you, you don't need no confirmation from God to preach the gospel. The confirmation is already in the word. He said, go make disciples. Some of you have been praying and saying, God, let me know when I should go outside and start preaching. Go do it. He told you to already do it over 2,000, like thousands of years ago. He told you to do it because it was in the Bible. Go make disciples. So, it's like, man, this is hard right now. God told me, God has called me, but I feel like everything is stacked against me. Paul, in Acts 20, 22, this is what he says. He says, and now behold, I'm going to Jerusalem. He says, now behold, I'm going to Jerusalem. Where's the full chapter? Give me the full chapter. I'm going to Jerusalem. Constrained by the spirit. In Spanish, it says, ligado en espíritu, bound by the Spirit. He's bound. He says, constrained by the Spirit, not knowing what will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies to me in every city that imprisonment and afflictions await me. But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus. Paul is saying, look, man, I'm called. He called me to do this. This is my ministry. But, but, but it's getting tough out here in these ministry streets. It is getting tough out here. And it is getting hard. And I've felt like that. I don't know if you guys have ever felt like that. I've been doing ministry since I was 15 years old. This stuff is hard. Since before that, I started preaching at 14, 15. But I was doing music uh, before that as a musician. And this stuff is difficult and you begin to doubt like the point of everything like what am i doing 
Like, what is the point of this? This is, did God really call me? And people doubting, like, yo, uh, is this really of God? Because you're struggling. Like, you're going through it. Is this really God's will? <laughs> and I'm like, look, all I know is I heard his voice, and I'm going. And I remember a time in, in 2020, and I'm about, to, I'm, about to, I'm, about to, I'm about to get out of here in a little bit. I just wanted to come real quick and get in here and get out and, and share this with you guys. But I remember in 2020, uh, for, as it was tough for all of us, right, um, but it was a really tough time. And I was going through something that didn't start in 2020. It started in 2019. And one day we'll get into that. Today's not the day to get into, into that testimony. That's another testimony for another day. But I was going through something that started in December of 2019 before the pandemic hit, before all of that, that completely altered my life. And so put the pandemic on top of that and me being 700 miles away from my family alone, locked in my apartment, it started to get so difficult. Like life was was at the lowest it had ever been for me. And I'm questioning God. I'm like, are you are you with me? Like, did I do did I do the right thing? Like listening to this, like, was this your will? I know you called me, but like, dang, come on, Jesus. Like I I know you called me, but wow, this is tough. Did I get it wrong? And I remember I was preaching a lot on Instagram and stuff, doing lives like we all were. And one day, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I, I, I don't want to do this. I'm doubting if you called me. I'm doubting the word you said because of how difficult life is getting. And I don't want to do this. And I had a dream that night. How many of you, wherever you are listening, lift your hands if you believe God still shows his dreams. Dario got his hands up. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lando too. Misa, Misa, you got your hands up there? He got, he got, he got, he believes it. God spoke to me in a dream. And um, in the dream, I was down bad. Like, I'm on the floor in pieces, bawling, crying. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't, I don't want to preach. I don't want to sing. Like, I don't want to do ministry. It's overrated. The suffering is too much. I don't want to even go to my church. Like, I don't want to do anything. I want to disappear. Like, I wanted to go to a place that was nowhere because I just didn't want to be anywhere. And in that dream, I, I, the Lord comes to me, and he looks at me with this warming smile on his face. Obviously, I couldn't contemplate the face of Jesus, but I understood in the dream that he was looking at me and smiling. And, and he says to me, what are you doing? And I look up, and I'm like, what, what do you mean what I'm doing? And in the dream, he says, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I see him pass me my phone, and he says, get up and preach. And I woke up. And I woke up right at that moment where he said, get up and preach. When you feel like that, preach. And then I woke up. And I understood. I was like, this is God telling me, like, I haven't left. Regardless of your situation, I am constant. And the calling is constant. And no matter what, life changes, but he is constant. So those of you that are listening to me, that are watching right now, 
whatever you're going through, I want you to understand that his word doesn't change. The calling that he gave you does not change. And yeah, life is going to get tough. Throw that saying out of the, throw it out. That mindset of, oh, if this was God's, I wouldn't be going through this right now. No, we are going to face hardship. Even when something is of God, it is going to get difficult. But what are you going to do in that situation? What are you going to do in that moment? Are you going to stay? Are you going to keep your head down? Are you going to push through? Push through it. We love to talk about Paul and Silas, but in that moment, they're in that prison. They're, they're at the edge of death. They're down there. They're alone, and they dare do something no one else dared to do in that moment. They gave God a praise. They sang to his name. It's hard out here, man. But we have to learn to trust God despite the circumstances because we're going to suffer. We're going to go through it. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. The victory of God is already for us. God's victory is already for us. He already said it over our lives. So I had to learn this, you know, to say, all right, just because I'm going through it doesn't mean it's not God's will. And I, and I, and I spoke to somebody the other day about a plan that I had that I'll be sharing with you guys very soon. Um, and I'm really excited to share it with you guys. I'm also very scared to share it with you guys. Um, and they told me, well, we'll see. If it's God, we'll see. It'll, it'll work out if it's God. And I, and I had to tell them, I said, well, let me stop you right there. I know that, 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 that there is victory, that God will come through. But I also know that there may be a time where I'm going to be going through it because the enemy is going to rise up to try to stop everything that is of God. For every, there's this saying, for, uh, 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 if for every action there is a reaction. It's a scientific principle. That same principle applies to the, to the gospel. For every action, there is a reaction. Every time God tries to start, spark up a move, the enemy will arise to try to stop that move. Every time, God, every time you see revival coming, see, we get comfortable in revival. And we say revival is here. This is great. But you don't realize that behind that revival is a plan and an attack of the enemy to try to extinguish that fire. So understand that when the going gets tough, hit your knees need to hit the floor and you need to cry out to God. But don't you dare give up what he gave you. Don't you dare give up that dream. Don't you dare give up that calling. Whatever it is that you're facing. It may get difficult. But God is in control don't feel bad because you're going through it right don't feel hated by god it's easy to get caught up in that like oh god must be mad at me right now he must have left me and that's a tough place to be in a tough mindset to have but i want you to trust you got to go through this season we got to go through this season what what's our time what's our time stamp right now misa how many? Oh, we got two minutes left? Oh, we're at 28? This is perfect because I'm closing. I, I, I want to end with this little story that I used when I preached a couple weeks ago. And um, I, I like to take credit for this. Glory to God. I didn't make up the nursery rhyme, but I haven't heard any other preacher apply it in this, in this, in this manner. So, you know, glory be to God for the revelation. I'm kidding. But um, the nursery rhyme... We're going on a bear hunt. We're going to catch a big one. 
we're not scared. In kindergarten, they always teach us that that nursery rhyme when I was in kindergarten. We're going on a bear hunt. We're going on a bear hunt. We're going to catch a big one. We're going to catch a big one. We're not scared. There's a point in the nursery rhyme where you they, they reach a cave. This is a dark cave. And in the cave, in the nursery rhyme, they say, uh, uh, we can't go over it. We can't go under it. We can't go around it. We got to go through it. But the bear is in the cave. And they say again, we can't go over it. We can't go under it. We can't go around it. We got to go through it. And so what they're saying is, yeah, there's a bear in there, but we don't have any other option. We need to go in there. And we have to go through it because it's the only way around it. And some of you have gone out into ministry, have gone out and taken a step in faith, have trusted God, and you're so motivated at the beginning, and we're going to go do this. I'm going to follow Christ. I'm going to live for God. I'm going to take a step until you got to the cave. And when you got to the cave, you said, oh, wait a minute. Life got a little hard. And God is telling you with this nursery rhyme, uh, 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 nursery rhymes, chapter 7, verse 2, what God is trying to tell you is you cannot go around this. You can't go over it. You can't go under it. You have to go through it. No matter what it feels like, go through it. Face that bear. Face that giant. Face that difficulty. Because the same God that was with you when you left the house and started that bear hunt is the same God that is with you now that you're in front of that cave. Go through it. Stick it out. You're trying to avoid the calling. You're trying to go around it. You're trying to go under it. You're trying to go over it. And God says, no, you got to go through it. But God, but it's difficult. It's hard out here. And they said that if this was your will, it wouldn't be easy, that, that, that it wouldn't be going this way. Go through it. Go through the cave. There's no other path here. God is with you. Just because it gets difficult doesn't mean he isn't. God bless you. We'll see you on the next episode. Hit subscribe if you're not, if you're not subscribed. Hit like if you're not like if you haven't liked it, because you help this podcast grow. You help the algorithm push it when you hit like and when you subscribe. Share this with somebody. Leave a comment. Let us know if the Lord has ministered to you, and we love you in the love of Christ. God bless you.